0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Wednesday, May 19th, and uh, we are halfway, halfway between Ascension and Pentecost. Uh, again, we live in that moment, and, uh, and it's, not, you know, it's not a bad moment to be in. I mean, that's much of where life is lived here, and, um, and just enjoy wherever you are today. And uh, and whatever it is God brings you, I I wish you every blessing, and I thank you for being present today. We're going to pick up exactly where we left off, uh, 17th chapter of John. So again, pay good attention to what I mentioned yesterday. Uh, Jesus uh, has been speaking to us now. This is his fifth chapter on this Last Supper discourse, so he's getting more pointed. He's getting more direct, and the plea is becoming more, uh, you know, it's just more real, and, um, and so pay good attention to what he says, because you know how it is. Final words are kind of important, and, and these are his final words. So let's break open God's word again together. John 17, b to 19. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, keep them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me and I guarded them and none of them was lost except the son of destruction in order that the scriptures might be fulfilled. But now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely I gave them your word and the world hated them because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world, and I consecrate myself for them so that they also may be consecrated in truth. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, A couple of things uh, that I want to talk about today with this scripture. Again, so we see a lot of those same themes talks about that idea you know father keep them in your name that they may be one just as we are one that idea that trinitarian idea uh that unity that uh, that oneness of of i and the father are one and you and i are one and and talked about that you know the church being one the body being one with christ which is amazing Uh, and that unity that he's praying for us. First thing I want to say, though, is I just love this this line, this image. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost. You know, I, I don't know about you, we had this Growing up, there's that famous picture of the the two little kids, a boy and a girl, I think, holding hands, walking over this small little bridge, and this gorgeous guardian angel watching over them. And you know, it's just this iconic image. And, uh, and as a child, seeing that, you think the world is good. I'm under the protection of God, uh, and that doesn't mean bad things don't happen in the world. But as a child, you're thinking you know what? Look at that. Even as these two walk over this small little creek, you know, and this bridge is the tiniest thing in the world. What on earth could go wrong? You know, but but there's this magnificent angel hovering over, which again signifies God's presence and that all is okay. And that really is a stabilizing force in the world. I think that's what Jesus is saying to us today. When I was with them, I protected them in your name that you gave me, and I guarded them, and none of them was lost. This morning in in one of my prayer books that I was just uh, reading and meditating with, it talked about that, that, you know what, if we truly trust in God, and that, that, those are my words, not it, it, it that, that even sound judgy the way I said that, uh, but if if we are going to place our trust in God, that angst, that anxiety that we feel, that needs to melt away. Because real trust brings relief. It brings peace. It brings the fact that, you know what? I don't need to be in control. And I don't need to be in charge. This idea that we are protected kind of, to me, lends and, and emerges with that one. And again, do you feel protected today? And and maybe it's not about feeling. Um, Do you know that you're protected today? And I don't know what we're protected from. I'm, I'm not smart enough. That's way above my pay grade, way above yours, I suspect, too. But I think that what Jesus is saying here still is true today. We're protected. It's funny, I was talking to somebody this last week, And uh, he was talking, uh, it was on Sunday, I was talking to them. And he was talking about how he left work. He normally leaves work, you know. Well, he was walking out and he was going and uh, stopped to talk to this person who happened to be uh, on his way out and talked for a minute, maybe two, got in his car, went the usual way, and had to be rerouted because um, there was an accident that happened in in his typical route. And uh, the ambulance wasn't even there yet. had just happened. And he had to be rerouted. And in the whole way he was being rerouted, he thought to himself, my goodness, what happens if I would have kept walking, if that person wouldn't have been there, if I wouldn't have stopped talking to them? That could have been me right there in that accident. And, and I don't know. You know what, that, that may be an obvious one. But, but it's one of those things that, you know, I wonder if when we get to the kingdom, you and I are going to see so many ways— our God protected us. And yeah, there may be times that we uh, fall into the pit and, and feel very unprotected from whatever it is going on, but I wonder if for every time that we do and, and we encounter that trouble, because again, hey, if Jesus encountered trouble and he encountered uh, opposition, he encountered angst, and he encountered all these things, of course we can expect that as, as his followers. But, but that image that God is protecting us. That that guardian angel of the two kids, I, I wonder if for every time we've fallen in that crick that the, the kids are going over, that there were 10 times, 20 times, 100 times that our God saved us and protected us. I, I guess I just say that, that if you're feeling anxious today, I think what is true then is true now, that we still are under the protection of God. And And let that be good news for you. Let it be good news for me. Uh, Two other things I want to speak of. This is one uh, but now I am coming to you. So this, I'm starting in the middle, but now I am coming to you. I speak this in the world so that they may share my joy completely. I gave them your word and the world hated them because they do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. I do not ask you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world any more than I belong to the world. What's he talking about here? Is he talking about um, creation? That uh, we should see that gorgeous sunset tonight and say, ah, can't stand it, because I do not belong of, of the world. Should we see the Oriole flying or the Cardinal and hear their call and say, ah, that annoys me so much, I don't belong to the world. Or, or be walking through a beautiful forest or sitting below a gorgeous, you know, lake, and say, ah, this is awful. I don't belong in the world. I can come up with all these terrible examples all day if you want me to. <laughs> but of course, that's all wrong. That, that's not what Jesus is saying at all. All those are God's gift of creation to us. It, it tells us who God is, the artistic, uh, it, just the, the uh, imagination, the vision, the, the beauty of our God, it points to God, of who God is. And this is all wonderful. No, that's not it at all. What I what I believe Jesus is saying, I can't say specifically, but I truly believe this. What he's talking about is the systems, the systems in the world. That if we look at ourselves, brothers and sisters, in this divided world and uh and uh, let's just use uh, the red and blue. That's an easy thing to do in our in our country, and we find ourselves firmly entrenched in one camp or the other, and 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 saying bad things about the other camp, just like everybody else is in the one. Uh, you know, you choose your color; it doesn't matter. Um, we're going to look like the world because we've allowed that system um, to to. Divide us just like everybody else has. Um, if we, I, 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 I think ultimately, I mean that that system of the world can be anything. It, it, if in in anything, it can be within the church. It can be within our politics. It can be within our behaviors and our attitudes. It can be how how we live and move and have our being within the world. If somebody looking at us looks at us and sees no difference, brothers and sisters, between those who are not believers and followers of Christ, I think we can um, reasonably look at ourselves and say, have we been overcome by the world, uh, by the systems and the way of thought of the world and the way of living in the world? You know, our God um, says to us, you know, you are the light of the world. A city and a hill cannot be hidden. You don't take a light and put it under a bushel basket, right? You set it on a lampstand for all to see. Somehow, and again, I think this goes back to the first part. You know, if we really believe we're under the protection of God, brothers and sisters, all this angst of this pandemic, I mean, I, I hope that, that we're carrying a sense of peace about us. It doesn't mean death doesn't await us. And maybe even through this pandemic, and, and that's not something I, I long for and I reach for. Brothers and sisters, if we truly believe God has conquered death, do we need to run around in angst about it? That doesn't mean we don't wear masks or we don't be, make prudent decisions and, and, and act on behalf of the common good. Of course we do all those things. But, but I think, again, we can look at our attitudes and say, if they're just as anxious as everybody else, Have we been overcome by the world? How how do we live and move and have our being within this gorgeous creation that God has given us, within this wonderful life God has given us, within the incredible relationships God has given us? Yet how do we live and move and have our being as a believer in Jesus Christ? And how does that look differently from somebody else? because I think it has to, it has to bring us a peace, right? I mean, we, we've talked about it before and I, and I go back to it because I love it out of Galatians chapter five, the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit is love and it's joy and it's peace and it's patience and it's kindness and goodness and gentleness, all those things, right? So if we are living in that spirit, those have to be the fruits that we see. And those aren't the fruits of the systems of the world. And, and if we don't count out to them, we can expect those systems to hate us. I, I think that that's real, and that's true. Um, and so I, I, I think that we have to ask ourselves, are we in the world uh, I, yet a part of it? A, a part or a part? <laughs> I guess that doesn't really come along in the podcast very well. Are we a part of the world or are we apart from the world? We live in it. But, but how does that life look uh, because we're in, in Jesus Christ? Last thing I'll say. I love this image at the end. Consecrate them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I send them into the world, and I consecrate myself for them so that they also may be consecrated in truth. Brothers and sisters, to be consecrated means to be set aside, to be made holy. We talk about it, right, with the the Eucharist, during the act of consecration, this bread and wine, this normal stuff, becomes the most abnormal, if I can use that word. It becomes the most incredible, um, simple bread and wine in this act of being consecrated, being set aside for this mission, becoming holy, is made into the body and blood of Christ so too you and I. Jesus is praying for our consecration here, right? He's inviting us to be set aside, to be, to be set aside for in holiness for this mission, to be the body and blood of Christ in the world. You and I are called to be consecrated. And brothers and sisters, I, you know, again, in my prayer this morning when I read this gospel, I, I just kept coming back to this because I cannot do this to myself. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of 80s alternative rock, and I like simple minds as much as the next uh, guy. But we can't sanctify ourselves. We just can't. That, that, that idea, I've tried. I've tried, and it doesn't work. And I suspect you've tried, too, to make yourself holy, to set yourself aside. It cannot come from, from you or I. It has to come from somebody bigger. And that goes back to, what, a couple of weeks ago when we were on John 15, and we talked about remaining in him, abiding in him, being attached to the vine. It is only as, in, in as much as we are attached to the vine that, that, that lifeblood, that sap flows through us, and that fruit can happen. But it has to be of God because, brothers and sisters, I can't sanctify myself. I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not big enough, I'm not wise enough, I'm not pure enough. I cannot do that. And so while I will listen to that song many times and enjoy its riff and enjoy the, the, the lead singer's voice and all those things, that sanctification has to come from somewhere else. You know bread and wine? It doesn't know any better. It doesn't get up there and say, hey, we're going to make ourselves pure and holy and we're going to do this ourselves. That sanctification has to come from our God. And I praise God that that's exactly what he's saying here. I consecrate myself for them so that they also may be consecrated in truth. It is God who does the sanctifying, who does the consecrating, who does the setting aside for holiness and mission. And brothers and sisters, let that take a weight off your shoulders. The action is God's. All we need to do is exactly what the bread and wine does. All we need to do is show up. All we need to do is be present and say, "Here I am. Here I am, I present myself, the act of, of making holy, the act of, of consecrating that is yours to do, and I'm open to it. Take me where you need to be, use me as you need to to use me, but it's got to be you because I can't i I love these words, and I 'll part with them in in that. Movie Romero, if you've ever seen it, came out 30 years ago. Raul Julia, uh, uh, God rest his soul, plays uh, the uh, Cardinal Archbishop. And uh, it's an incredible movie. But at one point, when Romero reaches the end of himself, he just falls on his knees on the outskirts of a village. uh, And he says, I can't. You must. I'm yours. Show me the way. Four sentences. I can't you must. I'm yours. Show me the way. Ten words. That's what it is. That's what the act of consecration is, saying, I I can't do it. It's yours. But I'm here. I'm here. Lead me. May we uh, put ourselves before our God today in just such manner. He'll do the work, and praise God that he will. Let's pray. Again, bringing ourselves before God and trusting the work is His. And so we begin, my friends, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The, uh, what are we in? the third luminous mystery today, uh, the proclamation of the kingdom. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have the best Wednesday. Uh, Be well, and thanks for breaking open God's word with me today. I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow. God's peace to you.